0: welcome to the heart soul wisdom podcast a journey of self-discovery and transformation moira sutton and her amazing guests share real life stories tools and strategies to inspire and empower you to create and live your best life come along on the journey and finally blast through any fears obstacles and challenges that have held you back in the past so you can live your life with the joy passion and happiness that you desire now here's your host create the life you love empowerment life coach moira sutton
1: Welcome to season three, episode 61 Align Yourself with Your Deepest Desires, with our very special guest, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker, Victoria Gallagher. Victoria is a worldwide leader in hypnotherapy. She is a best selling author, international speaker, life success coach, and a renowned authority on the law of attraction. She has dedicated her life to empowering people all over the world to successfully live a life of liberty, aligned with their dreams through her effective meditative recordings and online courses. Through her podcast, The Power of Your Mind, she exudes her passion for inspiring listeners with influential guests in the areas of self-development, mindset, discipline and habits, entrepreneurship, wealth, and relationships. We are on the same page, Victoria and I. So without further ado, it is my pleasure to introduce you to Victoria Gallagher. Welcome, Victoria.
2: Hello. It's so nice to see you, or actually speak to you. Yeah, well, we saw each other. Yes. We've been having a lovely conversation. And I love uh, what you said about desires, because that's actually in the subtitle of my book. (laughs) <laughs> so we definitely are on the exact same page
1: well, we we are on the same page and the, and the fact is uh, we're going to touch on lots and things like that because desire is a big element of you know we all have our desires and what we want and that emotion that goes with the desire so we're, we'll dive into that and how important that uh, quality and that feeling is so I want to start with who who were your mentors regarding you stepping into this learning about the law of attraction and how to manifest and live your best life? Who were the mentors that you were drawn to?
2: You know, I started this process way back in the 80s. And mm-hmm. so there were a, a number of mentors that really caught my attention. I would have to say kind of started off with, um, well, you know, Taking some of the seminars that I took, but uh, there was a book that I that I uh, read called "Total Self Confidence" uh, by Dr. Robert Anthony, and he was really kind of the first real um, inspiration to get on this path, but then it became some of the more like well-known people like, uh, Shakti Gawain, um, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer. And, um, I would, I would definitely say like, you know Jack Canfield, Tony Robbins, you know, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. of these, these are, yeah. <laughs> you know, m- most of my mentors
1: mm-hmm. know them all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. And you know, during your life and, and you know, as you began to learn about this, what were your own bumps and challenges that you had before you began manifesting the life that you truly wanted and want and live? No.
2: <laughs> I think um, probably one of my biggest bumps in the road um, was, you know, it was really when I was in the infant, I consider this like the infant stages of manifesting and, uh, you know, kind of like, not really having a full grasp of what it truly means to uh to manifest more effortlessly um and this this happened when i decided to change careers from being a stockbroker to um, going full fledged into hypnotherapy. And, um, you know, I was working like literally from five in the morning till after midnight some night mm. and just really not making the time to uh, continue the pursuits of working on my mindset and working on the things that actually got me to the, the point that I had you know, the, the gumption, the confidence to start my own business. I kind of, so this is why I consider that really an infant stage because I was so naive, um, kind of thinking I could, you know, go to the dentist and brush my teeth once. And that was going to be good for the, (laughs) for the rest of my career. And it doesn't work that way. (laughs) I found Mm -hmm. it out. And you know, so I, you know, I really kind of began to feel um, right after about a, you know, year into starting my business, I really began to just feel the struggle, and I was just really struggling. Um, This was, you know, back in uh, 1999 when I started my business, year about 2000, and you know, I started like really kind of starting to go down the tubes um, financially. And I'm just like, why, 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 why is this happening to me? And, you know, and, and I, I got the answer, you know, if if you go deep enough into your emotions and you, you hit that bottom and which I felt like that was sort of a bottom for me, um, you will, you will find the answers and I found the answers and I, it was really pretty simple. It was just like, I wasn't taking my own medicine here. I was teaching people this lovely, idea about how you can manifest things through the power of your mind and, and you know, creating these lovely recordings that people were buying and having all this, you know, sending all these great reviews and testimonials about, but I wasn't doing the work myself. I was just busy putting all these programs together for people and trying to sell them. And, you know, and so that um, really, really just hit me hard. And uh, immediately I just turn myself around and started, you know, tapping into the power of my mind again, and, um, and just doing it on a consistent basis. I think that was the biggest key was just really, you've got to do the work, you've got to do it forever, and you've got to do it consistently.
1: So it sounds like you, um, you went back to align yourself with your higher self and who you are, like you really did the work to start to understand that because when you're out of alignment, you can't really create or co-create with the universe, as I say.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, isn't it interesting too, because there's a a deeper part of you that sort of knows that in a way it's like, I wasn't telling the truth. Like, I mean, I believed at certain, at a certain level in the work that I was doing, because this is what I had decided I'm going to dedicate my life to, but, you know, there's a part of a part of me like that unconsciously is kind of going like, OK, well, you're selling these things, but why aren't you doing this yourself? And so I think it was just, you know, like you said, I wasn't in alignment with it and um, really just needed to do you know, practice what I preach ultimately. And so as soon as I started practicing what I preach, everything really fell into place. And it was, it was really amazing. And, you know, and, and that's the thing I think uh, that, that, you know, that was like my biggest lesson, uh, my biggest life lesson.
1: How do people, if, um okay, let's say they're right now, first of all, one of the important relationships, we know this starts with ourselves. How does a person start to move into, first of all, self-love, self-acceptance, you know, increase their confidence and where they are right now to start to, first of all, feel worthy and feel, because I'm sure that's a belief that comes up for you. It does for my clients that, you know, there's not enough worthiness, not enough money, not enough suntan, you know, just not enough how how would somebody start with themselves to practice self-love self-acceptance build their self-confidence and also you know if they have this not enough belief in themselves what's maybe an exercise or where how do you start people so they can shift into more of an abundant mindset
2: you know, I think one of the best ways to uh to to tap into all of those and I I kind of feel like there's almost an order in which those uh you know the, the acceptance, the self-love, um the worthiness, uh they all kind of um one leads to another, but I think one step before that is getting into just awareness. Mm-hmm. You have to um I think it starts with awareness and and becoming conscious of what you want, what you desire, um and where you are now. And so even um you know, I I'm not sure if it the awareness would come after truth or the truth would come after awareness but really getting in touch with the truth of where you are now and how far you are from where you want to be with those um you know with your confidence with your self-love um with with your self-acceptance but i you know the awareness um can you can you can just literally start to meditate. You can start to journal. These are all really great awareness exercises, you know, just asking yourself like who, you know, very basic questions like, who am I? What do I want? Um, You know, where, where am I? Uh, Where am I going? What do I, you know, what do I like? What do I not like? You know, just very basic awareness questions. And when you get in touch with who you truly are, there is a level of you start to appreciate and accept yourself. Um, I think another thing too, a a way to start to accept yourself is to notice how much judging um, you might be doing. Uh, Because I believe that like whatever we see outside of ourselves and other people in the world, wherever... You know it's really kind of a reflection of something that's going on inside of our own self. <laughs> so when we see other people, you know, and we we judge them for um, things that they have, or things that they say, or things that they're doing, or certain ways that they're behaving, we got to take a look and we got to like kind of learn to stop that process and say, okay, what is it about myself that I am not accepting such that I need to judge this other, uh, these other situations or these other people. Um, and we start to just, you know, learn what it is about ourselves that we're not accepting. And then, you know, from there we can start to like, uh, just be with like these things, you know, it's like, okay, I, you know, I'm, you know, maybe you're judging somebody that's overweight, but you're overweight or, um, you know and and so you learn to just kind of be with that like okay i'm 20 pounds overweight and and it's okay and i and i can love myself anyway because when you start with that feeling of acceptance for that um it's cuz it's the resistance that causes us to not be able to really take action on it so when you know when you come from a place of acceptance and self-love you can actually start to gain the confidence to take the actions um toward whatever it is that you're um you know wanting to achieve and wanting to accomplish
1: so let there's so many areas i could dive into from there segue into <laughs> there
2: <laughs> is like, I, oh, and I, I know i, I kind like <laughs> Kind of a brain dump there.
1: (laughs) Well, the brain dump works for me because I'm a little chunker, you know, studying NLP and that. So everything is important to me. So then it's like, ah, you know, So, (laughs) so let's, let's go back to desire, which we talked about at the very beginning and how important desire is setting an intention so we can manifest what we truly want. So talk a little bit about intentions and desire, that feeling and feeling really good about something, you know, what you want to have. And knowing that you can have anything that you desire, if it's put there, I believe on your heart, it's put there for a reason. Now it's up to you if you want to co-create it or not. So let's-
2: I, yeah, I completely agree with that. And I love, um, in Think and Grow Rich, and that was just another one of my mentors was that book, Think and Grow Rich, um, that was probably one of the first real, um, you know, um, ex- the first real exposure into the law of attraction was um, was reading that book. And uh, Napoleon Hill says, the starting point of all achievement is desire. And I just, I absolutely love that quote. It's never left me. And I truly believe that. And I think that, you know, desire, sometimes it can get a bad name. Um, sometimes people think that, you know, the desire is the root of all evil but it's really not um you know it it's really about becoming attached to what we desire that uh is what causes all the pain and anxiety and struggle but desire in and of itself is just pure and it's you know it, it desire is what forces you um uh, and forces this whole world to expand and grow and that's to me, it's like the whole point, everything, you know, the whole universe is always expanding. I mean, the universe I think was, you know, created out of desire in the first place. So if we are creators uh, ultimately created in the likeness of our creator, then, you know, the creators create and what you can't create without a desire, Uh, to create and to be more and to have more and to do more. And so I think, you know, just having that desire, it just allows us to fully express who we are and what we came here to be. And, and, you know, desires are natural. They just, I don't think you have to like, uh, force yourself to have a desire or, or come up with a way to have a desire. They're just there. And we just have to own them when we, when we notice them. It's like we, it's sometimes though, we notice our desire in a counterintuitive way. Uh, a lot of times we notice our desire by, based on what we're complaining about, uh, what we don't like, and um just because our minds happen to be a little bit more inclined toward um just you know thinking in in negative terms and uh so that's one of the things that I always invite people to uh to do to in order to um uh you know kind of figure out what their desire is uh because you already have them, it's already there. it's just kind of a matter of discovering uh, what that is, you know, is to start to notice, like think of one area of your life that you'd like to see an improvement in, or that you're just not very happy with. And, and then, you know, pick that topic, whether it be love or money or career relationship or your health. And then, you know, just like, it's so much easier for people to complain than it is to just like think about the good things. So I'll just ask people to come up with a list of all their complaints in that particular area of their life, and then convert those complaints into a preference. Mm -hmm. And that's where you find um, what it is that you truly desire is by, you know, really um, look, taking a look at, you know, what's, what you don't like and then just turning that around and, 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 there it is
1: <laughs> no i get that that's part of my work with beliefs too is um to say you know what you want you, you you go deeper and deeper what is it that you want it's not normally not the first thing you say money well why do you want money like you know it's the deeper understanding i've had people who wanted they thought it was relationships they were looking for but really they wanted to write a book <laughs> like it came down <laughs> came down to that and i know you have an exercise in your book with you know the complaint game my question with the complaint game how does somebody shift out of a situation if they're around people who they don't even know they're doing it consciously but they complain all the time now you're vibing them you just want to run away from the person, but maybe you can't. (laughs) What what do you say to that?
2: Yeah, that is a really difficult, especially when you live with people that way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think it's, you know, it's going to start from like setting your own personal boundaries and asking Mm -hmm. yourself, um, you know, what am I putting up with? What am I tolerating? And, you know, really, this is it's so important to our growth uh, to be able to live in a positive environment that supports our, you know, our our vibration, and we really have to learn how to set boundaries and spend maybe less time with those people, or, you know, um, you you can, but I don't really necessarily recommend uh, taking people. You know, everybody's on their own journey. Um, but you know, you could you could invite people to learn about the law of attraction and and how their um you know how their conversate how their conversations are impacting their own personal, but you have to be very careful with that because just you know, if somebody's not ready to learn about the law of attraction, somebody's not ready to look at their conversations or how they um might be vibing and and how that might be. Coming across to you, um, you know, it, it's a very diff- it could be a, a very difficult conversation to have. So, you know, you I think you just have to set that intention within yourself to start to say, listen, you know, to myself, um, you know, I'm choosing to surround myself with, you know, positivity, positive people, positive words. And then that's gonna come through in the most loving way, and you're just gonna find yourself, I think, naturally finding other things to do, finding other people to spend time with and spending less and less time with the people who are not vibing at your level.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. What about people who are they're 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 working at all this. They're working, you know, they're they're trying to be in a very positive state, compassionate you know, with intention every day, but they're, they, they feel like they're doing all this law of attraction exercises and, you know, affirmations, meditating, journaling, but they're not getting the results. Where would you, where would you take them?
2: You know, I would, uh, for, you know, i w- I would ask like, what is it that's maybe making them feel like they're not getting the results, um, uh, Perhaps it has something to do with something that they're um, really resisting, or it might have to do with um, attachments, or it might have to do with really just some limiting beliefs that they that they have. I think we're we're all starting at different starting at different places in this work. So, and some people are going to have a much easier time because maybe their upbringing. Um, taught them, you know, to to think more positively and they don't have as much stuff to to work through. Some people have a little bit more stuff to work through and it's just going to take a little bit more time. So I would say um you know, what are you maybe um attaching yourself to like is is there are there um you know, certain levels that you're trying to get to and that is frustrating you because you don't feel like you're there just yet, so maybe you have to reset your expectations for yourself to something that's a little bit more achievable. And as you start to have these micro achievements, um, you're going to build some confidence. You're going to build some success. You're going to build build more positivity, and be able to move forward from there. I think that's where I would really start with somebody is just having them. Redo- lower their expectations of themselves a little bit to a point that is more manageable and and just let go of having you know these humongous goals that they might be striving toward um and uh and and getting small successes and building from there
1: mm-hmm I think the law of expectation, but and also to practice, and you, you know this, Victoria, to practice gratitude and appreciation every day, we have so much in our life to appreciate, it could just be well, we're alive, you know, and you know, that the sun and the grass, the trees, the, just the food on our tables, like we have so much to be in that state of gratitude and that mindset just shifts your whole way of being.
2: You know, I almost feel silly that that didn't come up as my initial answer because like literally just the other day I was, you know, just having that moment of gratitude, just, you know, just sharing dinner, having, after having you know, and just enjoying a movie with my husband. And I was just like, just taken over by this moment of gratitude. And it was just a simple thing, you know, but it's like, it's really these simple things that we take for granted that Mm -hmm. when we start to like actually appreciate, I mean, my God, you know, it's like, I have all my limbs and fingers Mm -hmm. and toes and air in my lungs and I'm perfectly healthy and I'm living in this gorgeous house and got this gorgeous husband. I've written all these, you know, it's like there's because those moments I'm you know, I, I go through them too. I, I think, Oh my God, you know, this is so hard. You know, we were without a refrigerator for a month, um, because our refrigerator broke down we were having to deal with our home warranty. And it was just like, Oh, we're just living like, you know, cavemen.
1: (laughs) And what, what fun is that adventure, right? That that comes up. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Right. You know, it's like, oh, my God, if I have to buy ice for this igloo one more day, I'm just going to go crazy. But then, you know, just to shift out of that experience, it was just like, oh, my God, like, what are we complaining about? We have like literally nothing to complain about. And, you know, like we have so we have it so good we have you know and and to really just shift your mind over to that state of gratitude um you know it just puts you into a much higher vibration and you're just able to just see the possibilities and see the opportunities and take different actions and call more good stuff into your awareness so yes absolutely gratitude is um you know one of the one of the biggest, biggest keys to taking yourself out of that, out of that yucky space.
1: Yes. And I think also uh, to mention here is contribution. You know, when people always say, look outside, there's somebody else, you know, has a situation more difficult than yours or your challenge. There's, there's, you know, we have mother Teresa and people who have, you know, you know, given their whole life to giving, but we know that in business too, that once you've got your, your, you know, human needs met, now you can be at a place to give and there, there's such a joy in giving and helping someone else. And, you know, I, part of the show is not only to let, raise the consciousness and the vibration of the planet to heal mother earth, us out to the universe and the galaxy, that we can do this collectively by that. Everyone there's enough for everyone. So, you know, if you're not using something, Wayne Dyer talks about that. He had some pens and papers on his desk and, he wasn't using them over there. So he gave them away. <laughs> you know, it's just because I I think during COVID, you, you, I'd love to hear your idea with that. A lot of people really reassess their life. You know, what is important? You know, is it is it that expensive car in the driveway or is it time spending with my family or loved ones? Or, you know, did you see a change with that during COVID with your clients, Different, uh, different ways of being, how they came to you to manifest a new way of being in their life?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that definitely gave us a whole new perspective on, you know, on what's important. And, you know, so many, um, you know, so many people uh, came to me, uh, you know, just really valuing things like, like you said, you know, valuing love, valuing relationships, valuing, um, you know, what they already have, you know, just having a roof over their head and, um, you know, valuing just you know reevaluating themselves and and you know knowing that you know we are here to contribute. And I also wanted to speak to that. I mean, I think um, you know so many people that. You know, are um, on the journey to entrepreneurship, and you know, starting a business. Um, sometimes it's really easy. It can be really easy to lose sight of why you start that business, um, and you know, and really why we start any any business. Why I started my business, you know, because I had made that shift many years ago into like I feel like I have special gifts to contribute. And that's really, you know, like it's about making that impact. Like I realized one day, you know, that like, you know, when we talked about, um, how much, um, you know, you know, how many times our desire kind of turns out to be something else. You know, it's like, well, I wanted to make, you know, millions of dollars. Well, it's not so much about the millions of dollars because I'm actually not a very materialistic person. I mean, I like to, I like to be comfortable. I like to go on vacation. I like to take trips, but it's like, I don't need to have, you know, $10,000 watches or Chanel bags or Mm -hmm, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, you know, like I'm not like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's really about, the impact, like that's what I, that's what that really represents. Like I want to impact in a positive way, millions of people. And so that's sort of like a measuring, um, tool that, you know, like lets me know that I've done that. And, you know, so, so it is, it really is like, uh, you know, so it's, it's all about like, when you just flip the script on, you know, what, what can I get, well, it's not about what can I get, it's what can I give? Mm -hmm, Definitely. You know, what can I give? And that's the most important question. Um, And, you know, to to get, to receive anything, you know, it's just, what are you willing to, what are you putting out there um, to, you know, to allow that. And um, because I, I I believe giving is receiving and, you know, so um, it is about that contribution. And I think so many people did um, kind of shift from a um, what can I get mentality to what can I give? And mm-hmm. that's the, that's the biggest thing that I, that I saw during, during COVID that, that I'm still seeing.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. I I know for us we've uh, we're a year now in Nova Scotia. We moved from Ontario. We love it down here. We love the people, everything about Nova Scotia. We're on the lake now, which is nice too. Um, but the whole thing with um, that was you know, the appreciation, the gratitude, and also, though, just allowing whatever you want in your life to show up the way it shows up. That's the part of that I want to touch base with you about letting go because I teach ask, no, believe. So that's all important. But let go because the universe knows better than we do. What's what's good for us? How do you play with that into that concept about letting go of the outcome with again, with your work?
2: Yeah. I've, you know, I've had to do that. Um, I, I, what I have found is that you have to trust, you know, that, yeah, the universe is far more intelligent than we will ever, um, hope to be. And, um, and I have just found that every, I just have to like, look back into, you know, each of the times that I've struggled with something or like I like lost a job or I lost a relationship or I almost lost a relationship I thought I did um or you know it was, it was like nothing ever worked out exactly the way I had initially um had it all mapped out in my mind it just never does and so looking back on on all of those things that were not mapped were not according to my map, they always worked out better. You know, Mm -hmm. there was always something and it was always at the moment where, you know, I decided to to let go and trust and, you know, and, and know that there was something better coming. And that's what I'm continuing to do right now. You know, I've got my app that's, you know, that's coming out and my uh, new newest updated app. And, you know, there's been a lot of let go over you know, the last, you know, and where you have to like really look at the silver lining. I mean, I've like lost app developers, you know, that just kind of crapped out on me and the, you know, if, if but the, I have to kind of like look back and and kind of go like, well, if it wasn't for this poor coding, then I would have never come up with this brand, brand new mm-hmm. um, idea and concept that like, and, and these new developers that are, you know, really, really um taking it to this whole new level that I just never ever would have had the wherewithal to think about before. And so um, that's what I'm having to like, just tap, you know, just these, these things when they don't go. And it's always usually you have to have like this reason to let go. Like something is like, there's an obstacle or there's some resistance or like something's just not going according to plan. Um, That's always just that opportunity to ask yourself, okay, well, what is something better that could come out of this situation? And not always just like, look at this as like the end of the road, because it's not, there's no end of the road. There's just a detour. And sometimes those detours can take you to the most beautiful places that you didn't realize were even available. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, I have an interesting story when Cliff and I, we went into uh, Halifax for our anniversary and the way back, we stopped at a harbor and, and just enjoyed a little lunch. And then we got lost coming home and we went down these dead end roads <laughs> and, I, and I was getting tired at this point. I said, I just want to get home now. Can we ask for directions or something? Anyway, what happened is we we saw things like you're saying. We saw clam diggers. We've never seen that in our life, Out, you know, in the mud. <laughs> digging claims I thought look at that we've never seen that in our life but but again in the moment it was just such a joy that we didn't expect that it just it just wasn't on our radar and what was I saying about moving down here and the changes we have downsized and it's being lighter and not having stuff we got rid of so much stuff we sold we auctioned we gave to hospitals artwork and that lightness of not having stuff is just such a wonderful feeling i want i want you to share with us the trinity of the mind because we're talking about our mind you know this cognitive behavior triangle of the super conscious the conscious subconscious mind and the where what would love you to go is you know how do people work with tapping into this collective universe our creativity the super conscious mind so tell us a little bit about that i don't think everybody's heard that term
2: Sure. Absolutely. So, um, so the Trinity is the conscious, the subconscious and the superconscious. And, you know, so our, just, you know, our conscious mind is just the really basic, most simple thing. I mean, it's just everything that you're currently aware of. It's like what, what's, what you're present to. And your subconscious mind, if you think about the word sub, you know, it's, that's everything that's underneath your conscious mind. So it's all the things that you're not aware of. And it is the most powerful part of your, your mind. It's running the show. It's all your memories. It's all your um, way that your body functions. It's everything um, within you. Now, the super conscious is all of the minds, all the collective minds that are all ultimately joined together. And, um, and it, it goes beyond uh, America goes beyond earth. (laughs) It's like the whole interstellar. It's the whole, you know, galaxy, the universe, it's Mm -hmm. every, it's every mind. And so every thought that we think, I mean, um, it, 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 uh, it's makes a contribution to this whole consciousness Mm -hmm. and that's, positive Mm -hmm. and negative. So like when a lot, you know, just to explain a lot of the negative things that go on in the world, um, it tends to happen because, you know, we have a tendency and and this is how we do we do affect things, um, you know. When we're contributing, like, oh my God, everything's going wrong. You know, there's so so many bad things going on. Look at the news. Look at this. Look at, you know, the virus. Well, it's like we've had all of this, you know, negativity, and that can have a tendency to create even more mass negative consciousness. But the, you know, the it it, it also we're also able to tap into this super conscious and gain insights, ideas as where our intuition comes from. That's where, you know, when you've had these psychic experiences and, you know, you've been thinking about somebody and all of a sudden, you know, their name shows up on your phone, they've texted you or, um, you know, we're connected ultimately, you know, through our thoughts, through our hearts, you know, through this whole collective consciousness. And so um, I, you know, come up with, or, you know, I've, I've, there's like so many different ways to like, just um, intentionally tap into this energy. And, you know, one of them is just like, if you're trying to come up with a new idea, um, you know, by uh, just tapping into what I call like the genius of the mind. And, you know, you can just like go into like a visualization. You can set up your own room, this this room that's like your own laboratory where you can create things, where you can invent things. And you can bring people into this room to um, ask questions to. You can bring, if you want to become, you know, the the best author, you know, you can, uh, bestselling author, you know, you can bring an author that's been a bestseller in there and ask questions and get answers. And, and sometimes the answers come right away in that conversation. Sometimes they come to you in a dream. Sometimes they just come to you on a billboard or something you're watching on TV because, you know, we have access to all this information. It's always there, but, you know, what are we tuned into? Are we tuned into that um, you know, the information that's going to serve us and help us, or are we tuned into um, information that is just validating what we already um, believe and, and, you know, and know. So we've got to kind of step out of our old minds and our old ways of thinking um, and just allow ourselves to be open to seeing all this other um information that's always all around us. And so that's kind of like how I like to explain this, you know, it's a super conscious. It's just that it is our superpower. And it is it's everything. It's every thought, it's every uh mind that's all connected together.
1: Mm-hmm. And also with nature, nature's alive, nature communicates, you know, and you know, as they say, an oak tree, it doesn't think about how it's growing. It just grows, you know,
2: absolutely.
1: And, yeah. and and I think when you come from a place that you look at life from a magical uh, view through your eyes, you know, it just changes things when we realize that life is truly magical.
2: Yeah, it definitely is. I've been, um, you know, I've, I've had a family member that I've been on the outs with for a, a little while and, um, you know, and it's just kind of, we're just like at a, at a, standstill. And I, you know, I've been thinking lately, it's like, you know what, maybe it's time to use these magical powers and just like send some positive vibrations, you know, to this person over the, um, super conscious waves, you know, and, and just see what happens. And, you know, cause, you know, I mean, we're, we're all, we, we all can be stubborn at times and, so I just, you know, um, have been thinking about like just sending that the positive waves and just, you know, again, like seeing what happens. And and letting go, just sending it out love and then letting that,
1: you know, however it lands on that person and what that experience is. Because definitely I've, you brought me to a memory with you sharing there that Cliff and I used to speak on cruise lines for many years. Cliff is my soulmate and hubby and love of my life. and. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we were sitting at the balcony and the table beside us was quite close to us. It was four people and they were complaining about everything, the food, the timing of delivery. And we could hear them. And Cliff and I were looking at each other and we just knew what we were going to do. So we started playing the game of, you know, really... Saying Just how wonderful the food is. Oh, look, we're here sitting in this beautiful ambiance and yeah. the, the, the wine and, and oh, I love you. And we just were, we didn't do it very long. It was just maybe four or five minutes. And I and that table started to switch. They, their whole, their dialogue switched and we looked at each other and thought, just that simple of changing that vibration. Because, first of all, we wouldn't have enjoyed our meal with that dialogue because she could hear it. <laughs> but just changing that into that, because, you know, either that was a habit they had, I don't know, but there, there's, there you are. You can just tap into that and. You know, Victoria, can you share that important part of the mind called the critical factor? Again, I would love my listeners to learn about this and how they can get past those pearly gates of the critical factor.
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. So getting back to, um, we <laughs> talked about the conscious and the subconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, so between the conscious and the subconscious, you know, like if you've ever tried to give yourself a suggestion that like, okay, I'm going to get up on time from now on, I'm going to get up and do my exercise or any kind of new habit, you know, that you're wanting to program into your mind. And it just, doesn't actually penetrate into your subconscious mind. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is we have this critical factor and the critical factor is the part of your mind. It's kind of like a guard gate, you know, it, it only lets... Um, certain information that really matches up. It only just lets the information that matches what's already in the subconscious. If it doesn't match what you already believe, then it just kind of like dismisses it and throws it out. And um, and it does that really for our own protection. Um, you know, it's it, everything is designed for constancy. You know, your heart is always beating at a constant level. Your blood's always flowing at a constant level. And, and so the same thing, Holds true with you know how you're thinking, and we always kind of want those thoughts to be the same, and that's why it's really difficult for a lot of people to make um, you know changes in their life, quitting smoking, losing weight, mm-hmm. um, you know, being changing your personality, your behavior. Um, everything's really kind of designed to stay kind of the same, but with um, hypnosis um, and relaxing the uh, you know, relaxing the brain waves in your, in your mind, um, taking your, yourself from like a normal conscious beta state into an alpha into a theta state, that critical factor, uh, just kind of goes to sleep and, um, sort of like, uh, like a like a it just sort of drifts off and it just becomes a little bit more agreeable and it just sort of allows that information to penetrate into um, the subconscious mind and so you know you can just really think of it like a guard you know that's just preventing information you know anything that just might be out there to hurt you any new information is just sort of viewed as like oh that's that's not good we don't know about about that that doesn't mm-hmm. make you know and um, but the subconscious mind um, you know is um, is it just is very literal and so it just takes whatever when you get that critical factor to relax and kind of step aside that is what which is what we do in hypnosis um, the subconscious mind just absorbs whatever you tell it as, as truth. And it has to take those commands and it has to act on them. Um, And, you know, the best real way, I mean, sometimes it takes more than, you know, one time, um, you know, through repetition and, uh, you know, doing, doing hypnosis on a regular basis, you can ultimately change that subconscious mind and get it to obey and get it to act in ways that um, you know are best for you.
1: Mhm. Can someone induce a deeply relaxed state by themselves or do you think they need to go to somebody who's a specialist in hypnosis?
2: You can actually do it uh yourself um you know and and I think um you know doing self hypnosis uh, you know, is is good for a lot of doing like direct suggestions or doing visualizations. Um, if you're trying to get access to things like old memories that maybe be um, hard, you know, maybe old traumas and things like that, then it's really better to go to a trained hypnotherapist for things that you're really wanting to pull from the subconscious mind that might be a little difficult for you to experience because then, you know, you don't really have all the, the tools, um, you know, as a layman, you know, to deal with, with those kinds of things. But if you're just wanting to, you know, reprogram like success and motivation and discipline and new habits, by all means, you can absolutely do that um, and, and go into those deeper states um, on your own through self-hypnosis. Perfect.
1: Victoria i you have something you call the alternate reality exercise or the what if exercise how does this open a person's mind to that infinite possibility opportunities passion purpose prosperity just opens your mind up to that infinity
2: Yes, I love that. I love that you have really done your homework on, uh, on reading my book. You're really coming up with some of the best nuggets that some people may not have known about. So thank you for, um, I really appreciate these questions. Um, So with the what if, uh, you know, that is, you know, that's where a lot of people you know, tend to be uh, stuck, you know, Uh, they're stuck on like, this has to happen. And if it doesn't happen, then I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be sad, um, frustrated, disappointed, whatever. And so the, where you want to pull out your what if technique is when you, you know, when you start to kind of feel stuck, you kind of start to feel like, This isn't happening. It's not happening how I think it's supposed to happen. And so, if you've got, just want to stop yourself and think about, like, well, if what? Okay, let's just let's just imagine that this doesn't happen exactly the way that I have it planned out is there something even better? Is there a reason that maybe this, you know, I'm being prevented from having this happen? Because, you know, the universe wants you to have what you want, but sometimes there's something even better available to you. And so you just simply ask yourself, well, what if I didn't manifest this goal? What is something even better that could be available for For me, and you just allow your imagination to run free. You could ask the question in a meditation, or you could journal about it. You could just literally write the question. And any question you write, just understand any question you write or ask yourself, the subconscious mind has to come up with an answer to it. And that's why, you know, if you want better answers ask better questions. Mm-hmm. So you want to ask yourself what is something even better that could come. And you just come up with a story and just allow yourself to tap into your imagination and your imagination will come up with other alternative um realities that you know allow you really to just be at peace with the fact that like you know what this this is only one possibility. There are infinite numbers Mm -hmm. of possibilities here that I could ultimately end up being happy with. And, you know, so you just come up with one, allow yourself to come up with another one and, um, you know, know that your subconscious mind will present, you know, new ways that, that kind of like, you maybe you've never even thought of before. And um, and it just allows you to be at peace, not to like just flitter away and and, and diminish your intention, um, but it's just to allow you to like have greater access to all the possibilities that that do exist.
1: Mm-hmm. I like to add in there also, and I, I know you know all this, this is what you teach. Um, you know, when something, an opportunity person, possibility shows up to take inspired action, like in spirit, because if you're asking for something and something shows up and you don't take, so you don't trust, you don't step forward into that new, you know, maybe it's a little scary, a new place. Um, you know, if you keep asking, you're, you're not going to get it unless you start taking inspired action. There's so much we can share here, Victoria, because we are on so much the same page and um, <laughs> I, I, I love, I love that, but I also, I love my authors to read you know, a short excerpt from their books. Um, It's just really nice to hear it from your voice. Um, And I think we're going to segue here. As we started to talk about desire at the beginning, we're coming to a conclusion with a desire. So if you can read that excerpt, that would be wonderful.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. So this is from, yeah, the very first chapter um, called, Are You Worthy of Success? And so starting with a desire for success is really your desire to enjoy a richer, fuller, and more abundant life. To deny your desire for success is to deny your inherent nature. Within everyone's true nature is a longing to become all they can be. And you cannot help wanting to be all you can be. To be all you can be requires many of nature's gifts. Everything you see around you was placed here For you to experience, enjoy, taste, smell, touch, love, grow, and develop your fullest mental, spiritual, and physical self, you are worthy of living the life you imagine for yourself. Putting it into the words from the soundtrack, The Greatest Showman, which is hands down one of the most vibration-raising movies I've ever seen, this show called Your Life is the greatest show. It's everything you ever want. It's everything you ever need. And it's here right in front of you. This is where you want to be.
1: It's beautiful. Thank you. I'm just taking that in.
2: Yeah. Thank you
1: yeah with my arms wide open <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah I you know it's so funny, like you know, writing or actually publishing this just a little over three years ago, it's like um i every once in a while, just to stay on the verbiage that I wrote, you know stay in the same vocabulary and language in which I wrote this. Um, I'll just go back and I'll listen or I'll read. And it's like, oh, this is so good. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's just good. Not to brag, not to brag, you know, but it's like, you forget. It's like, yeah, I did actually write a pretty good book there.
1: (laughs) No, it's it's good to acknowledge yourself with that skill. And, you know, because I have a lot of people who are listeners here that want to write books. And, you know, and uh, I work with people. On that line, also that just just start. That's where you start. That's where the podcast started. You have a podcast too, and you know that whole just starting. Take that if it's a baby step, a leap of faith. Just start.
2: Absolutely, yes,
1: Victoria. I would love you to share. You have several unique gifts that you'd like to give to our listeners today. And again, please note all the links to reach Victoria, and your gift will be listed below in the show notes. If you can share that, that would be wonderful.
2: Sure. Um, So, yeah, I was giving a, I am giving away a a free coaching um, session with me. Uh, Not a free, not not free. I'm sorry. 10% off. Yes. Yes. (laughs)
1: 10% off. Yes.
2: It's 10% off. And if you use the. Um, if you use the promo code heart, H E A R T, just like your heart. Um, if you use that, uh, that is my gift to use 10% off a, uh, a session with a four, uh, four sessions, eight sessions, um, 12 sessions or 16 sessions. And, um, let's see, what else did I say? I was we, giving,
1: <laughs> ah, no, that's, that's fine. We were also saying at the yeah. beginning, I would love you to, um, uh give a PDF of the manifestation, desire, thought that whole um that
2: is correct. Yes, yeah, so I'm yeah the give... diagram.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to give the diagram, um, which really, you know, this is something I, you know, I almost feel like I need to turn this into a little, little piece of art um, because it, it really can help you to uh, like, ask yourself, like, where am I, you know, how, how would I rate myself in each of these eight areas of the manifestation conditions? And so I'm giving that p- PDF so that you can look at that and you can answer those questions and kind of see where you're at. Because, you know, if you're not manifesting something that's because of one of those eight areas is, you you know, you're, you might be out of alignment. And so this, this PDF will kind of help you keep on track with that. Thank
1: you very much. I also would like to uh, invite my listeners, if they enjoyed Victoria and myself speaking today with our heartfelt conversation, um, please subscribe to our channel, like, and share, um, because I totally believe it's what I said to Victoria earlier is that I believe together we can raise the consciousness and the vibration of the planet to heal humanity and live our best life. So, Victoria, thank you from my heart and my soul for you sharing from your heart and soul your wisdom on aligning yourself with your deepest desires. Namaste.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, You know, you really asked amazing questions. And so, you know, without those amazing, being an amazing um, podcast host, you know, it makes it much, much easier to be an amazing podcast guest. So thank you so much from my heart. Thank you, Victoria.
0: Thank you for listening to the Heart Soul Wisdom Podcast with Moira Sutton. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please join our community at moirasutton.com and continue the discussion on our Facebook page, Create the Life You Love. You will be part of a global movement connecting with other heart-centered people who are consciously creating the life they love on their own terms. Together, we can raise our consciousness for the greater good of humanity and for our planet.